Hey everyone, welcome back to Thoughts from Pool Therapy, the podcast that feels like you spend a day at the pool with your besties. My name is Megan, and I of course will be your host for this upcoming podcast episode. So today everyone, we have a very exciting and another very special guest. His name is Corey, and he's all the way from Australia, mate. Yep, you'll hear that terrible Australian accent through the whole episode, so I'm just going to apologize in advance. Um, Please be nice to me. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, Corey joins us all the way from another continent, another virtual episode with another couple kinks in it. I will apologize now. I'm still trying to work out the best way to get you guys the, the best type of audio. So thank you for your patience and thank you for your feedback. But Corey, Melanie, and I get into some deep end questions, you know, what his therapy is, which is a combination of things, which I think you all kind of agree with. (laughs) Uh, We also answer some listener questions, uh, including who's the biggest Lion King fangirl, him or my sister Melanie. So they duke it out for a moment. And then we also talk about whether it's okay to break up with an ex over a text message. (laughs) So if you guys are interested in hearing all about that in our wonderful conversation, please continue listening. And thank you again for all of your support. Here we go. Welcome, Corey, to Thoughts from Pool Therapy. Thank you. Hi. (laughs) I didn't know what to say. Hi, Corey. Welcome. Thanks. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I am very excited to have you on. And of course, I have my sidekick, Melanie, my sidekick in life, my sidekick for the podcast. Uh, Melanie Johnson's here again. Hello, Hello. Melanie. Hello. How are you? I'm fabulous. Oh, she's a fabulous. Sounds gal. very convincing. <laughs> yes, Corey is our guest this week, all the way from Australia, Australia. There's my really bad <laughs> attempt at an Australian accent. <laughs> Look at how so many of them, aren't we? Yeah, all the way from all the way from Melbourne in Australia. That, uh, that's my take on. Because you guys have a Melbourne in uh, Florida, don't you? Melbourne, Florida. Yeah, but you say it, Melbourne. Yeah, Melbourne. Melbourne, Melbourne, Australia. Melbourne. Look at me. I'm originally from. I'm originally from Sydney, though. Yeah, Sydney, uh, Australia. Sydney with the Opera House and the the, the Harbour Bridge, and <laughs> now I'm in Melbourne. I don't know what Melbourne's known for, but I'm from. I'm in Melbourne it's now. It's known for you now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Corey and I have known each other for about four years now. When did you come to? You came four in 2016. It's. Yeah, 2016. So it's, it will be five years in January that we've known each other. Wow. That's wild. I know we talk yeah. about that a lot, how we've known each other for a long time. And we've been through several ups and downs in our lives together. So I am happy yep. to have you, A, on the podcast, but B, uh, I'm still glad that we're able to be friends despite the continental time difference and everything. Um, Corey and I worked together at the Seas with Nemo and Friends at Epcot when he was on the college program. And um, we became fast friends uh, through his interesting training experience he had uh, <laughs> oh. uh, with his trainer. Um, and then Corey moved over to the Festival of the Lion King uh, for the second half of his program. And then he left me to go back to Australia. <laughs> I didn't leave by choice. I'll have you know that. That's true. It's, a, it's America that kicked me out. Um, but no, yeah, I, I started in 2016 and I think our relationship uh, and our friendship is really quite a testament to the fact that um, of how much we very much love each other and care for each other. And um, look, yeah, I don't think uh, uh, yeah, we've 
I don't know. Uh, like, I, don't, I just don't think that we, um, we, we very much exhibit um, how you can maintain a relationship um, past geographical boundaries. And I think since I left America, I've seen you one other time, and that's when I went back in mm-hmm. 2018 um, just for a visit. For, I was there for about a month. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I, I honestly, I, I think our relationship's grown even stronger since leaving, in fact, I was, we technically only worked together for five months and then I got transferred to Festival of the Lion King. Yeah, which is um, nuts that we're still friends even, I mean, five months is a decent amount of time, but you know, that's not, that really when you think about it, how long we've been friends to compare to how long we actually like worked together. That's not very hmm. long. <laughs> so, no. um, well, and, then, and then on top of that, when I was at Festival of the Lion King, me and Melanie technically shared the same leaders yeah, because did. Melanie was custodial and they were going through a whole leadership change as they seem to do every five yep. seconds. At, That's at, right. I forgot about that. Yep. So yeah, me and Mel shared the same, same leaders for a hot second, but we'd known each other before that because um, obviously through you and I knew that Mel started the program just after I started the program. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I knew Mel prior to that, but yeah, me and Mel kind of worked the same areas mm-hmm. and, yeah, Mel was always hanging around Festival of Lions. Yeah, it was. An unknown reason. <laughs> yeah, we've got two fangirls here. We've got Corey and Mel. They are both uh, fans of Festival of Lion King. Obviously, if you listen to Melanie's episode, one of her dream jobs at Disney is to be the bluebird that flies around in the show. Yep. Um, I was cackling at that. <laughs> cackling. I was like, yeah, makes sense. She wants to be the bluebird purely so she can get close to the tumble monkey. Yep. I know that. I mean, who wouldn't, though? Am I right, ladies? So, yeah, Corey and I have been really great friends. We talk at least once a month. We have a FaceTime, a recurring FaceTime date where we um, FaceTime the first Saturday, my time, Sunday, his time uh, every, every month. Um, so that's been really nice to set a schedule so that we can catch up more often than not. And it's been really great, especially during these weird and wacky times we're going through. Mm-hmm. Um, so speaking of weird and wacky times, the whole point of this podcast came up because of the weird and wacky times. Um, so I'm happy to have Corey on here and I'm ready to dive into <laughs> a pun. We love puns. Let's make, um, let's make a splash, guys. <laughs> we're getting ready to make a splash uh, with Corey across continents. Um, so we're going to get into the first questions that I ask every single guest. Um, so Corey... The first question on thoughts from pool therapy that I ask every single guest, you know me, you know my witchy ways, you know my astrology. What is your sign? I'm an Aquarius. Oh, I didn't know Spicy. that. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. 3rd of February. Take note, everyone. That's my birthday. <laughs> you can wish me a happy, come wish me a happy birthday. Um, my handle is at Briefly Corey on Instagram. Got to get that plug. Shout out. Um, get that shout out. Um, get that promo. <laughs> But yeah, no, I'm an Aquarius. Um, I and I the next question, like, is, that you guys typically ask is, do I identify with it? And in all honesty, I don't believe in astrology too much. And there's obviously oh. those times when you're like, interesting. Um, do you, yeah, do you, do you believe in it? And like, I read things, and I'm like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Um, but a couple of my other friends, including yourself, um, Megan, is that. Uh, they're really into astrology and not necessarily that they believe it, but they just, they're really into understanding it and all that kind of jazz. And um, they did my birth chart for me. 
Um, and I have co-star like every other person on this. Oh yeah, baby. At the moment. Yeah. And um, my, the two other main signs that I have, so there's uh, Aquarius, which is my, uh, my sun sign, yep. I mm -hmm. think. I think that's it. Very good. And then my rising, my rising sign and my moon sign, that's the uh -huh. two other ones, right? I'm a Scorpio for both of them. And I feel like I identify more with being a Scorpio wow. than I do with being in an Aquarius. Yeah, I can yeah. actually see that. And it's so funny you said that because I was watching TikTok last night, you know, as you do when you can't sleep. Naturally. And I saw a TikTok of a girl that does a lot of astrology stuff. So obviously I follow her. And she said, a, a person asked her about cusp signs. So like if you're on the cusp of two zodiac signs, she said there's no such thing as a cusp sign because you're your son falls in one or the other. Like you can't be both. It just depends on the, the year and also where your son sign falls and where your day, the birthday falls. Um, but she said you might identify with your cusp sign because your other, your moon and your rising are those signs. So that's interesting you say that. Well, yeah. And uh, so look, I don't know too much about being an Aquarius. The kind of ones that I, the kind of characteristics that I associate with being an Aquarius is like quirky and unique. Yeah. And I'm definitely quirky. I don't know. I don't know whether I, I kind of identify with the, the going down your own path situation. I'm, I'm someone that's quirky following a, a set path kind of thing. But what I identify with being a Scorpio is from, from what I understand of being a Scorpio's um, they're very emotionally charged and are very emotionally driven. Yes. Of which anyone that knows me is, I'm um, I'm gonna understate it here. I'm just a little dramatic and I'm a little <laughs> emotional. <laughs> just, I mean, just a hair. Yeah, Not just a touch. Much. Yeah. No, I'm I'm pretty emotional and I'm pretty dramatic and I can be a very sympathetic and empathetic person and I can, in fact, you were on Melanie's podcast. You're saying she's an empath and empath. I can't yep. pronounce it, but. She's yep. that, and um, I kind of related to that a little bit too, in the sense of I take on people's yeah. emotions, kind of stuff. Mm. Um, and so I, I can kind of, um, yeah, do all that kind of stuff, which I don't know. Like I think broadly speaking, I, I, I think astrology can be a bit of a mumbo jumbo for okay, me. Like, yeah. like take a leap. Kind of that's a cannonball. But, in my yeah, but cannonball. <laughs> that's a massive yeah. splash. But that's, I mean, perfectly allowed. But, yeah. But at the same time, I really like in, looking into it sometimes too, because um, I think it can be very telling sometimes, particularly when you're having a bad day and CoStar says, you're going to have a bad day today. It's like, well, yeah. thanks, CoStar. <laughs> could have told me that at, could have told me that so I didn't have to wake up, but you know, right. like, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I like, I'm an Aquarius and I like definitely that. And I know a few Aquariuses and um, I just don't relate to, some of the some of the personalities there they're great people don't get me wrong but their personality and my personality are very different so I I kind of look at that and I'm like I just don't see the commonality sometimes that's interesting uh, amongst it hmm. but I think if you look at the full birth chart and stuff like that um which uh, a couple of my friends have done for me I think that kind of tells a, a more specific yeah. story yeah. to me 100 like yeah you have to look at the whole thing like you can't just say like obviously I say that I have big Virgo energy and I highly identify with most of the traits of a Virgo um, but that's also because of what my moon and my rising are so um, I'm a Taurus mm. rising and I believe I'm a Capricorn moon um, so yeah that I'm not going to get into all that but it also regards what your other um, governing signs are so mm. it makes sense and well yeah like 
I was just going to say with, with Mel, um, yeah. Mel, you're a Gemini, right? And so I know, I, I only know one other Gemini off the top of my head. And uh, it's a girl that I used to work with. And um, I just, I, I put you two together yeah. and I just don't see it. And there's, there's, there's a trait that um, people typically associate with mm-hmm. Gemini's being two-faced. And with the both of you, yeah. I just don't see that at all. Like, I feel like Melanie, you're like this sweet soul um, and you, you generally wouldn't hurt a fly, but uh, I know that Melanie could probably cut someone <laughs> if she wants to, you know, that kind of thing. She will, she will cut someone if, if she needs to. But, but I don't think Melanie is such a kind, sweet, gentle soul. And I yeah. just don't see that personality trait. So when I look at those things, I'm like, I, I just can't, I, like, I don't equate the two. Yeah. And it's also someone said about Mel, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but it might also mean that Melanie can see both sides of the coin. Yeah. Or so instead of being two-faced, maybe she sees both sides of the story yeah. or she can understand yeah. both. Yeah. So that's, you know, it may not be like the surface level definition. It might have to be a little bit deeper. And the last thing that I want to say about the signs, though, is that Corey's one of the only Aquarius that I'm like close with. Like, I don't think I, I, I don't, I wouldn't say that I gravitate towards like one type of sign. Um, but it would be interesting. I need to look to see like what um, Earth or if you're an Earth, Water, Fire, or Air sign, and see how that meshes with me. I'm an Earth sign, so I know it's not that. I have a, I have a bone to pick with people. About um, the earth, water, and fire, and air, air uh-huh. signs. Um, okay, I'm Aquarius. You'd think aqua, right. Aquarius, would be water. Um, no, ma'am, it is an air sign. I've been lied to for the last 25 years of my life. I found out in the last year I'm actually an air sign. Who came up with Aquarius and then said, ha-ha, just, ca- just kidding, you're actually an air sign? <laughs> like, what? Why would you do That's that? That's funny. Melanie, aren't you an air yeah. sign? Yeah. Gemini's yeah. air. So that's funny that I'm close to yeah, both of Aquarius you. Aquarius and Gemini's have really good mm. um, compatibility. Just throwing that out there. But Corey. Oh. Corey. I, oh, Melanie, are you, are you coming on for me? Mm. Uh, Look, Melanie, um, for all the listeners out there uh, in uh, all the pool All peeps, the pool peeps. Um, uh, I, uh, my wife is I have several wives across the world. <laughs> Whoa. Um, Mel- Melanie is a wife. I'm not going to mani- uh, marry Melanie um, for, uh, some might say, very obvious <laughs> reasons. Um, <laughs> Gee, I wonder yeah. why. But, um, yeah, oh, couldn't tell you why. Um, I do love rainbows. Not that that's particularly <laughs> <really interesting>. Um <laughs> Is um, he, you know... <laughs> Yeah, is he? You know, I didn't do yeah. that hand movement. Yes, oh, yes, boy. he is. Yes, yeah. very much. Came out of the room singing. Slide down a rainbow. Perfect. Yeah. The next question that I ask every single guest is, "What are your top three favorite things right now?" So that could be people, places, things, I'm... food, TV, pop culture, etc. I have been thinking about this for like the last two weeks. So my first thing that I have been obsessed with ever since the, well, like I, I got into them for the last three uh, few years, but I've been re-obsessed with it um, because of the Emmys. And that's shit Love freak. It. Um, yes. Ob- obsessed, 
I love. Have you guys? We seen are it? currently on season five. We just started season five. Just started. Okay, no spoilers. No spoilers. Um, but um, so maybe spoilers alert for those who haven't seen Shit's Creek uh, and want to see it. So spoiler alert. Um, but the David um, and Patrick relationship is honestly the best LGBTQI plus relationship coming from a gay guy that I know on TV. That's just my opinion. But like, honestly, I I idolize it. I idolize the way that they handle the coming out. Um, I've idolized the way that they talk about different issues and different topics. They're hilarious. Moira is my absolute spirit animal. (laughs) Like, I... Yeah. I adore that show. So yeah, I've ever since the Emmys, I think I uh, sped through the, the six seasons um, of it because obviously it's finished now. I sped through the six seasons in um, a week and a half. Wow! Because um, uh, a couple of weeks ago I was unemployed, unemployed yeah. now, but un- I unemployed, and I sped through it in um, record time. I adore the show. Honestly, is is my favorite TV show in life and I've I was reacquainted after the Emmys and they deserved every single Emmy that they got in season six so when you get up to season six and you finish I absolutely want to have another talk about it because I I loved it the last episode will give you oh everyone that I've seen that's watched it has cried or like been just overwhelmed with joy and happiness which I mean yes that show is really good about balancing serious topics such as gay marriage and a gay relationship but also being so quirky and funny right. about it where it's not too it's never too serious it's just like the right amount of seriousness I think to handle putting yeah. that on a television show and I agree like I am not a homosexual male but I feel that it's a very great representation really? to spoiler alert to everyone that's listening <laughs> I am not a homosexual or a male or both I am neither um but, you know, it's just, it's really refreshing to see that kind of content mm-hmm. and see yeah. representation I agree. for everybody. Um, yeah. So love that. And what's your yeah. other favorite things? My second favorite thing is um, a, a song that's just come out. And I feel like it very encapsulates um, uh, my year of 2020. It's it's called Surviving by Bastille. I'm a big Bastille yeah. fan. Um, I saw them in concert at the beginning of the year, pre-COVID. Um, and... <laughs> Uh, yeah, R.I.P. Um, and they've just released this new song, Surviving. And honestly, it's just about like getting up and getting to, through the day and then going to the next one. And it's kind of how I feel like my 2020 has been. So like in March, I had, I was like two weeks away from seeing yep. you guys. Um, and the, the 13th of March, Disneyland, Disney World closed. And I, or it was announced anyway that it was closing. And that's when my trip, to America was pretty much canceled. Like it was all but canceled at that point. And obviously we know what's happened since, but ever since that point, it's kind of been a bit of a downhill mm. spiral in terms <laughs> of, uh, we're getting into the deep end, yep. Kim. Why not? Why um, not? Tread on out there. Yeah. And it's been, well, yeah. And so like, it's been like a, a downhill spiral since then in, in terms of, and so now I'm just at the point where I'm just like, I'm just getting through day by day into um, the next thing and it kind of just very encapsulates yeah. it and they're a great band um, they stand for amazing things uh, at their concert they were talking about climate change and they're talking about uh, they're very been from what I remember maybe I'm mixing them up with another artist um, vocal about LGBTQI plus rights um, which I obviously love and gravitate towards um, yeah they're just a great band of a bunch of um, 
cis men that I'm fairly sure that they're all um, heterosexual. Maybe I'm wrong, but, um, and it's just nice to have um, really great um, people that are using their privilege and platform for a great thing. They make amazing music. Um, yeah, it's, awesome. it, it's great. So yeah. yeah, that's my number two. Yeah. Um, and then my number three is, um, we, we're definitely in the deep end tier. It's something that I've been teaching myself over the last few months. It's um, learning about enough um, and, and being, being enough and um, when enough is yeah. enough. Um, with everything kind of going on in the world, I'm sure like many people have been kind of going through this, is your mental health and, and everything that's 100%. kind of taken a toll. Um, and you, you both know that I've had my own struggle with mental health in the past and, and everything that's happened. Um, and I'm, I'm pretty open about that to people that ask or don't ask in this case, because I've obviously just told the world. <laughs> but, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's something that I've, I'm beginning to teach myself of when I've had enough of watching the news, because the news has become very oh, yeah. overwhelming yeah. with everything. And, and, and don't get me wrong, I come from a place of privilege where I can switch off the news. I can, I, I, I've got the white privilege because I, I am white. I, I can't switch mm -hmm. off my color. Um, I do come from a place where, yes, I, I'm gay, but my gay doesn't necessarily get tattooed across my chest. Um, so it, it's not something that's it, it's obvious, like skin color. Um, I come from a place of economic and social privilege where I have enough and I can get by and I'm in a great country and all that kind of stuff. And I have a social support network um, with friends and family and all that kind of jazz. So I, I have that and I have a place of privilege. I recognize that. But I learned that when enough is enough for me and whether that's um, I need to switch off from a, a conversation or I need to switch off from the news. Uh, for example, when the presidential debate was happening and yes, I'm Australian, but we take very keen interest in what happens in America because such a close connection and it, it um, kind of yep, spreads yeah. out across the world. It just the whole situation was becoming mm -hmm. very, very overwhelming for me. And so I was just like, that's enough of the news. I'm not... I'm not tuning into social media today. I'm not. Mm. Um, I'm not going to watch the news. Um, anything that happens, I just need to switch off. Or it's a person, maybe I need to kind of distance myself from them um, yeah. for a time being. It's just, it's just about learning. Or it's like even like when I've had enough TV or enough food, or you know, just learning the concept of enough and how that kind of incorporates mm. to my life. Um, because I feel like I, I need to take care of myself and and make sure that I'm okay in both my health and in physical and mental well-being in order to be there for, for everyone else and kind of be able to fight the fight when mm. I need to fight the fight. 100%. Yeah. That makes sense. At, I mean, and that's what we call setting boundaries, yep. children. <laughs> and that's, I mean, that's honestly very important, <laughs> especially when you're trying to manage or maintain your mental health, uh, whatever state it might be in, mm. whether it's maintenance or upkeep, there's a difference. Um, I, the, the boundaries thing is a huge thing that, you know, I've never been really cognizant of until my friend, Katie Stearns, who was our first guest, um, one of my best friends for the last seven years said that she was working on it. And I was like, you know what? Yeah. Whether that's boundaries with people, boundaries with media, boundaries with your family, even sometimes your family, you need yep. to set boundaries with as well. So yeah. that's good. I'm proud of you. Very proud Absolutely. of you. Yeah. Thank you. I, and and it also works the other way if, if I'm not getting enough, whether Absolutely. that's exercise or the right food or 
or like for example um with you and me i was like megan i haven't spoken to you in months what, what's the tea what, what's the go like i'm not getting mm-hmm. enough megan in my life and so that's now when we set um a scheduled time where it's like i will know that the first saturday for you the first sunday for me that's megan time for at least an hour where i get to talk mm-hmm. to her and we we reconnect again kind of update our lives and so it works both ways. It's, it's about getting enough yeah. and it's about yeah. when enough is And enough. I would also add on to that, that um, thing you just said about that. I wasn't able to give any of myself at that time when I was going through. I mean, obviously, yeah. everybody's been, you know, trying to just manage themselves through this whole weird time. But I wasn't able to give anybody else any anything at that point. I was not fi- filling my bucket yeah. up to give it to everybody else. And you recognized it. In the in and it manifested itself in me yeah. not reaching out or returning phone calls or etc. So yeah, one hundred percent. It's mm-hmm. it's about realize when you need more, or when you haven't, or when you just need to stop, or when you need to put a, a stop to things. So yeah. that is excellent. I love that, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm very proud of you. Yeah. And I think you are. I mean, that Thanks. just I love yeah. that 2020 mood, as someone that's said. awesome. As the Gen Zers would say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Melanie, do you have some uh, top three favorite things of the week you'd so like to share? I was thinking of, about this when I was at work in one of the towers. Mm. <laughs> I was like, I was like, okay. oh, if I'm going to record story <laughs> tonight, I got to think of my top three favorite things. So, uh-huh. um, we watched Catch Me. Yes, Cor- Corey is always <laughs> number Corey. one. Um, <laughs> we yeah. are number one. Um, Naturally. So n- number one, we watched re- rewatched Catch Me If You Can last night. And that was really good. Oh yeah. Always Leonardo DiCaprio, Tom Hanks. Right? One of my faves. Right. One of the base. Um, really good. Um, City Works. A hot take on that. City Works. Huh? Huh? I, I, it's I was a say new hot... restaurant. What City Works? Uh, at Disney, at Springs. Disney Springs, we went to it on Wednesday. What were you gonna say though about uh-huh. before? I was gonna say hot take is as like hot take. I am not ugly over Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't like. I don't like... <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Anyway, I'm so Corey, it was great having like, you on. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. <laughs> uh, gotta find a new guest to take over the last thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah. Corey, Corey's drowned. And, he's and mostly like, in, uh, passed he's, away. He's, um, he's, he's now yeah, swimming uh, with no, the No, that's fishes. okay. He was my first celebrity crush, but no big deal. It's okay to have the wrong opinion. Uh, but <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's, that's allowed. It's allowed. Come on. It's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, continue. Sorry, Mel, that what was, really was your second thing? Um, we went there Wednesday night? Yep, um, Wednesday. And I, I had four beers, and they were delicious. I got <laughs> what 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 do they serve? Well, I haven't been to, to Disney Springs um, in a couple of it, years, so I don't know if it's, it's changed. It's just like much. American like burgers, and I got some really good mac and cheese with like chicken and bacon in it. Mm. Uh, and oh. they have like craft beers and stuff from yeah. local breweries and stuff. Yeah. It's really fun. Oh. Yeah, I don't drink beer. I'm the homosexual <laughs> persuasion. Um, and a common trait amongst the homosexuals is that we don't drink beer. I might be wrong. Maybe it's just me. Um, but the most beer thing I go mm. is cider. Um, and that's if I, uh, if I, if I need yeah. to. But Same. I do love a fruity cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And what's your last um, favorite thing, Mel? 
this yeah. really cute blanket that I'm wearing that I'm have. I was wondering um, if you're gonna bring it up. That's also <laughs> a tapestry. Um, yeah, yes. and, it's and really it cute. Has, oh. I mean, they can't it see is it very cute. they're listening to me talk, but um, <laughs> um <laughs> in the like, comments. paintings of like trees and stuff on it. It has a really cute quote on it. I just need to hang it up on my wall. She's feeling her yeah. nature. She's feeling the nature yep. vibes. Mm, feel um, that fantasy. My three favorite yeah. things of the week are Chipotle, because that's what I had for dinner tonight. And I was like, man. Um, Naturally. The second thing is that I'm thankful for World Mental Health Day, which is today. We're recording this yes. on October 10th. Um, it's World, Next, yes. uh, World Mental Health Day. And I was sitting here just thinking about how grateful I am for the people that I have curated, my my tribe, if you will, that I have specially curated and crafted over the last, I would say probably 10 years um, of people. There's obviously people outside of that, but um, so I'm thankful for that, especially for the yeah. last seven months specifically. Um, and I'm thankful for my Apple watch because I locked myself out of the house that I'm dog sitting at today. And I didn't have my phone. I didn't have a key. I didn't have a way to get back into the house. And I was panicking. I tried to crawl in through the dog door. Not for people with thick thighs, uh, just saying that. Um, and the last ditch effort I had was my Apple Watch. I called uh, the lady that I'm dog sitting for and I was panicking and I said, I can't get into your house and your dogs are in there and I'm not gonna be able to help them. <laughs> um, so I figured it out, but I'm thankful that I had my Apple Watch to uh, make a phone call on. So it's saving my life and <laughs> saving Bless. my dog sitting career. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Steve Jobs. Thanks, Steve Jobs. May he rest in peace. Pour one out. Um, <laughs> so we're okay. going to get into the whole point of the podcast, Corey. Uh, this this is probably going to be the deepest end yeah. that we get into, but who knows? We have, you know, more questions to answer and ask cool. you. Um, so yeah. the question is, what is your version of therapy? Uh, so you know that mine uh, has been pool therapy lately. I like to go float and just kind of mm -hmm. let the water, you know, just waft over me and, and take away a lot of my stress and anxiety. Uh, so what do you find helps you in your yeah. moments of stress or high intense anxiety? Yeah, uh, look, I, um, I'll try and condense this so I don't jabber on too much. But for me, it's not one thing. For me, it's a bunch of different things and it kind of, it, it differentiates and I don't really know why because um, there are definitely times in my life when I sh should have sought mm. professional help and I haven't. And so I highly recommend that, particularly on One Mental Health Day, um, particularly if you're, you're feeling like you don't have mm. anyone, there's always someone out there. Good promo. Um, but for me personally, <laughs> get that. Um, but for me, it's a bunch of different things. So like um, I love travel and I've, I've definitely traveled a, a fair amount. I would say that I'm well-traveled, but... Um, there's definitely more to ex explore. Um, but uh, I, I travel sometimes and that kind of reinvigorates who mm. I am as a person. I feel like I'm the most myself when I'm traveling. Um, I, I go to Disney World and yeah. Disney is my happy place. Um, and uh, when I'm with you, I feel like I'm the most Aww. goofiest version of myself possible walking around with me, you, Mary Holland, yes. Paige and, <laughs> and Mel throughout Animal Kingdom. Being yes. Charmed, I'm sure. <laughs> is one of my favorite memories. 
Shout out to well, no, if they listen to this episode, because they're going to respond um, to it. So, we'll be waiting, ladies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yes. Um, but yeah, that's that's one of my favorite things is traveling and going to Disney World. Um, and sometimes it's just vegging out on the couch, um, eating some junk food every now and then. is And just when I'm just having a sad day, I'm just like, you know what? Mm. I need to eat a cheeseburger. And I scoff down a cheeseburger and it fills me for a short term. And that's very much a short term view. Um, but it also helps in to yeah. be able to give me a second to breathe and to, to kind of do that. Um, it ties in, sometimes I listen to music, which is how Surviving kind of came up as one of my favorite things. Um, also um, kind of being introspective mm-hmm. and learning when enough is enough. So kind of going in on myself is something that I manage. Um, and then probably something that I've discovered more recently in the last year is that um, I mm-hmm. kind of meditate. And I, yeah, I, I feel like I have ADD sometimes when it comes to meditating. Yeah, I only can understand that, seconds. yeah. Yeah, so I struggle with meditating, but there is specifically two songs I will listen to back to back and I will sit there for, for 10 minutes or sometimes I put them on when I'm in the shower and oh. it plays whilst I'm having a shower and it really calms me down. Um, and it's, a, it's going to sound really, uh, maybe not so odd for the Disney people, but it's specifically the, the Nemo oh. music um, from... Yeah, from when we're in Merge, and it progresses into the Great Big World. So it's on the Walt Disney World album, and it goes. It's the Nemo. It's the Seas with Nemo and Friends um, song, uh, and it's the most calming. So obviously, anyone that's worked Nemo knows how boring <laughs> Merge can be. Murray, Merge, Merge when you probably see one person in an yep. hour, o'clock at night, um, is probably the most boring and tedious position. But what, it, what that's done to me is it's put me into a state where I now listen to that song because it was playing so constantly in the Nemo queue that I listen to that song now. And it puts me into a state where I'm so bored and I zone out and I'm so calm because there's, yeah. there's no stimulus around me. There's nothing happening around me. And it literally wow. zones me out completely and calms me down and it's a song that goes for about four minutes and 30 seconds and progresses into the tail end of the great uh big blue world Mm -hmm. which you hear at the end of the nemo ride um and it really calms me and then what happens is if you listen to that song and then don't put it on shuffle the next song right after that is soaring over california yeah that that Mm -hmm. song and it is the most uplifting music and it, it really like goes, puts you in a calm mood and uplifts you. I highly recommend doing it. It's like, the, the, it's like a, 10, um, a 10 minute kind of meditation thing for me. And after it, I feel like I can, I can tackle the next thing. It won't necessarily put me, yeah. It, it, well, I don't think it necessarily does that for me, but it, what it does is it puts me into a better mood gotcha. than what I was in. That makes sense. That's awesome. So, that's kind of been my therapy um, to sum it up. And I know that I said I wouldn't. <laughs> That's okay. And I definitely no, did. What I, but, what I hear when I hear yeah. all of that is that you're recognizing yep. what you need. So again, you need boundaries. You need mm. to be calm. You need to veg out. You, so recognizing needs is definitely a part of making sure that when you're in those stressful situations, you say, okay, how can I scan what I'm feeling like a body scan meditation almost to see what I need. Does my, am I hungry for something? Mm. Am I, is my head just going too much, too many miles per hour? 
am I not processing something? So I think that's what I, what I hear when you say those things, when you're stressed or anxious or whatever, I hear that you are recognizing those needs and taking care of them. So I think that's great. So, yeah. Yeah. And some of those needs are a lot more inexpensive than other needs. Like I can't exactly jump on a plane right. at any given moment and travel the world, particularly during COVID time. But it's definitely something that like I, I've, I've slowly learned and it's taken me a long time. Like I'm 26 and it's taken me a long time to kind of find out the different things. And there's, there's no one thing that works for me. I don't think there's yeah. one thing that works for, sure, for every yeah. person at every given situation. Mm-hmm. It's a yeah. bunch of different things. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys find that, but yeah, no, like honestly, if anyone out there, particularly Disney people might find this really calming is find the Walt Disney World album. It's got like a bunch of uh, Disney characters on the front of it. Um, and then find the C from New Friends. Don't put it on shuffle. That song, right, and then right after that, it transitions into Soarin' Over California music. And I tell you what, it, 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 it really helped That's awesome. over the last, um, last year. Oh, um, it plus good I, memories, yeah. good vibes from there. So, um, yep. yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, That's it's great. Well, uh, again, yeah. as your um, self-appointed mother away from mother, I am proud of you for, you know, recognizing those things and taking care of it <laughs> as much as you can right now. Um, so thank you for sharing mm. that. So now we're going to go into the cannonball of the week. Oh, and Melly and I went back and forth on which one we were going to ask you. And we went yeah, with a pretty spicy one. It's too spicy. Sure. Very spicy. Oh. Okay. Spicy. And I'm going to give you a minute to answer it. Okay. That's the newest um, thing that we sure. have put in place for this. Are you ready? Breaking up with someone over a text. Is it okay or nah? And your minute starts now. I've definitely (laughs) done it before, so I'm very guilty of it. Um, I think it it depends on the level of relationship that you're in. Like if you've been in like a three-year relationship, Mm. girl, no, don't do that. Um, Like break up in person, have the guts. I think nine times out of 10 though, you should be trying to break up in person. I, I'm, that's completely hypocritical though, because I've done it um, over text too, particularly with someone that was a little bit more into me. Um, I would say nine times out of 10, do it in person, have the gut um, because they're feeling um, a lot more, they're gonna be a lot more upset than what you are. So um, yeah, do it over in person, I think is probably my, my go-to. But All right, situations thank you. And that was less than a minute, so good job. Uh, I think I'm in the same yeah, mindset, Melanie. So too. Excellent. Great. I yeah. thought it was a pretty good question. Uh, <laughs> so thank you, Corey, for your answer on that. Yeah. Um, no, so no, that was I this week's Cannonball. So now we're going to get into <laughs> some listener questions. The pool peeps wrote in, and I have some good ones. Um, but I actually have a question that I want to ask you first. Yeah. Um, what do you think is the biggest yeah. difference? And you can take this whatever way you want to, between America and Australia. After living here for a year and having visited a few times, what do you think is the biggest difference that comes to your mind immediately? I think the, the word that kind of pops into my mind is extremes. And I don't mean extreme, okay. I just mean extremes. There's so much more of an extreme 
um, difference in terms of whether you look at something as minuscule as <laughs> the size of your yep. drink, at, uh, like at McDonald's, or or, oh, yeah. or Macca's, Macca's as we call it in Australia. But but like even if you look at that, the sizes you have, your small is what we would call large <laughs> in Australia. So the the extremes. Having said that, Australia has a um, a bigger obesity really? per capita rate than America. Yeah. So the the extremes is is what I would say in terms of like small to large, or even like you look at the political spectrum, there's a lot bigger of an extreme there. Um, you look at the kinds of the different social aspects and um, poverty versus um, the richest, there's so much bigger of an extreme uh, in terms of um, intelligence too. Like you, you guys have some of the best universities in the world, like 100%. We have great universities, but you guys have like Harvard, Yale, um, you know, MIT, all those really great universities um, that are known worldwide. Um, we have great universities too um, in Australia um, and they compete very well with you guys, but you guys have that extra strength. So huh. it kind of works on a lot of different platforms of what you guys have um, in terms of the extremes, I think is probably the biggest one. Yeah, is, is I mean, I've definitely heard that about the me. drinks and stuff and just the price of like uh, Starbucks there in Australia versus Starbucks here. That's, I mean, that's what Franny, our friend Franny yeah. used to say to us. <laughs> so Alcohol. Yeah, alcohol, everything, like the pizza, like anything, any kind of price, it's generally cheaper. Um, we do things differently, though, in terms of Australia. Like right. you guys tip servers. We don't tip servers unless they're doing a, a, an amazing service because we provide them with a minute. That's the tea. Minute, like, <laughs> cannonball. Um, cannonball. <laughs> that's a real cannonball. Um, so we don't we don't tip them unless they do a really amazing job, and then we definitely tip them. Um but we provide them with a wage in which you can kind of get by. Um, it's very, it's different yeah. for the most part anyway. I say that very generally speaking, huh. but Excellent yeah, that's, that's something too. Uh, and then uh, the other question I had was, uh, what is your favorite uh, Snapchat that you've ever <laughs> taken of me? <laughs> this wow, also kind of ties into Colleen Reed's question or not really question, Sorry. but she wants to hear about some blackmail photos, um, but I condensed it to one that I, and I want to know which one is your favorite. Yeah. If you can think of one. Um, this, I mean, I, I, there's one, I think my favorite one that makes me giggle all the time is uh, I post it every year on your birthday. It's the, oh my God. The cocoon, the blanket cocoon <laughs> one. Um, <laughs> it's a, just a photo of Megan with this massive blanket wrapped around yep. her. She's like, I'm going to stay in a blanket cocoon all day. Um, I think that's one of my favorite. I don't know if we could blackmail each other so much um, because I, I think I've like, pretty much display yeah. my hand every year on your birthday. So That's it's, true. it's the same photos that generally go up. Beth asked what, or she wants to hear about your love for Lion King, but I'm going to ask a question about it. Who do you think is the biggest Lion King fan out of the two of you, Melanie mm -hmm. or Corey? Thoughts? Um, oh, I think our loves are different, but I, I, I probably would say Mel, Hot to take. be honest. Um, like, I love... I love Lion King. Um, don't don't get me wrong, um, but it feels it feels like a different kind of like yeah. fangirl love to me. It, it mm. feels it, it feels different in that sense. So I guess if, if you were asking about like who's the biggest fangirl, I would probably say m more Mel. But I would I would say that um, Folk is like my second home as well as is as is Nemo. So Franny asked. Who has a better Australian accent, me or Corey? 
Franny, one hundred percent. Franny's got Franny. Franny is what we would call yes, in Australia to have a more. Octopus. I don't know who said that, but yeah, um, I've heard that. So, yeah, basically, more ochre means just more Australian, I guess, to put it in in certain terms. Australian uh, Franny has a lot more Australianisms yeah. in her language than say I do, um, because she's <laughs> yeah, it's just, it just the way Franny is, I guess. Um, so. Yeah, yeah, I, that's Franny saying 100%. Um, but like, we definitely have the, the same sort of, uh, same kind of sayings and stuff like that. Yeah, like I'll say um, garbage instead of trash, um, and I'll say servo for petrol station or like Chuck a Yui, <laughs> which is to a U turn. Um, that's what I've never heard yeah. before, so that's funny. Yeah, Chuck a Yui. Yeah, Chuck a Yui. Yeah, Chuck a Yui. Come on, man. Yeah, Chuck a Yui. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a right? Uh, anyway, I'm going to stop doing that accent. Um, and then Annie Frisch asks, if you could add any country to the World Showcase, what would it be and why? I would love to see Australia in there, obviously. So I'm going to take Australia out as in terms of okay. the, the bias that I have there. Um, so, like, Australia is definitely a country I would love to see in there um, represent. Um, I would love to see a South American country um, in there. I, mm. I feel like South America is somewhat underrepresented. Maybe another African country. Like Ooh, I definitely yeah. know that Morocco is there. Um, maybe that was like actually Egypt. my answer. I Egypt feel like that would be really was, cool. Uh, yeah, I think that'd be um, cool. Yeah, I would definitely love to see mm-hmm. Brazil in there. Like we have so many Brazilian ICPs that um, love coming and working at Disney World. I feel like that would be um, an amazing country to have in there um, for sure. Um, but yeah, I'd love to see Australia and oh, New yeah. Zealand. Maybe if it was Australia, New Zealand kind of thing. Um, because I mean, uh, Australia and New Zealand are fairly close neighbors. We're like brother, yeah. uh, brother, sister kind of siblings in that sense. Um, and the way like our army oh, forces during the World War okay. combined. Um, we were called, and that's, that's called the Anzacs. Yep. There you go, guys. You learned Australia, something. The more you know. Not copyright, not sponsored. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. The more you know. And now... Uh, well, Corey, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Corey Wall. Uh, he's from Australia. He asked, um, "Why are we? Why are we, Megan and Corey, so iconic?" And honestly, I think you already answered that, and I think you've already gathered that from this podcast episode, everybody. I, so. Yeah. 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 I, I like him. Corey Wall sounds like a so, great guy. It's you know, it's really, yeah, he's all right. Yeah, he seems like he is an pretty okay fruity, guy, but he's a little. We, we'll forgive him. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Um, so now I'm going to ask you the yeah. questions that Jordan and Callie came up with from their last episode, which was the previous episode. Um, so you get two for the price of one, and then you have to ask the next uh-huh. guest the question. Okay. Oh. The first one is, what's your favorite guilty pleasure junk food? Cool. And that's from Jordan Niels. Oh, Jordan. <laughs> I, I had a massive crush on Jordan. I was so, I was so, so disappointed when he turned Can out to be um, of the heterosexual ball, ball. persuasion. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Honestly. Yeah, Jordan is such a sweet guy too. Oh, yeah. In all honesty, I, he's he's everything mm-hmm. that you. He's got major boyfriend material. The only thing holding him back is that he's a Pisces. All of it. He's such a sweet guy. Um, <laughs> but that's a story but... for a different day. <laughs> anyway, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Come on. <laughs> um, I think my my favorite guilty pleasure junk food is probably um McDonald's yes. and KFC, like. I don't know why, but like I mentioned it, I mentioned it earlier. Cheeseburger, <laughs> referring to McDonald's and KFC, not sponsored. Uh, sponsor us if you like. Um, but 
yeah just when i'm just when i'm needing something to like really dirty and really greasy and really cheap McDonald's and KFC. I mean, KFC is not exactly cheap here in Australia, but um, yes, I remember going did. to KFC with me uh, with you, Megan, and she's like white or dark meat. I was, you're like she's like white or dark meat. <laughs> yes, and I was like, like chicken. Chicken. <laughs> it's not so, It's not something that you ask in Australia, so I was, I was baffled by that. But KFC or McDonald's. Okay, is, love that. I love probably the McDonald's the, the guilty pounder. pleasure for me. Chef kiss. Mm-hmm. Um, Mel, what's mm, your pizza. guilty pleasure? Double, double cheeseburger. Oh. Yep. Yep. Yes. Oh, yes, yeah, I am. That's my favorite food, yeah. is pizza. I, I don't know if that's guilty. Uh, I'll just eat a whole pizza regardless. And then Callie asked, what is your stance mm. on aliens? Are they real or not? Mm. <laughs> oh, no! <gasps> that was my question. Oh, no. Oh, no. I was like, do you believe in aliens? I'm so that sorry. Was gonna be I can ask question. the next guest. Oh, I can still ask Callie, you. what have you done to me? No, that's okay. okay. I'll, I, no, I'll, I'll get that, that one. Um, no, 100%. I, I think there's definitely aliens out there. Um, <laughs> they've probably found us and been like, yeah, yeah no. Nah. Never mind. Um, Chuck a Yui. <laughs> no, thank you. Yes. 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 But yeah, I think that it's such a, like, a, such a thing that like a, the universe is so big I would find yeah. it I would find yep. it almost impossible that there is not another kind of life form out there um whether or not they've come into contact with us whether or not um that is up for debate I definitely right. think that aliens exist right. I mean we're aliens to them too so yeah from their perspective but yeah I would find it odd that we're right. not the only ones. there's what, no way too. in my mind that we Absolutely. can be the only I'm ones on the in the same world, yep in the universe so, Corey, what do you yeah. want to ask the next guest? Which I don't know who it's going to be yet. Uh, so, it'll be a mystery to everybody. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Well, that, so I have oh, two questions. Yeah. We love a prepared Aquarius. One of my questions got asked. <laughs> yes. Um, so, the second thing I was going to ask is in line with World Mental Health Day, what is something that you are most proud of? That's cute. I feel like we like don't it. recognize our achievements as much as we recognize our I love is that. that. And I if it's going to go to the guest that I think it's going to go to, I think that's a really great take for that person to answer. So love that. So thank you, Corey, for that. And thank you, Perfect. Corey, yeah. and of course, Melanie, uh, for being our crikey, mate. We've come to the end of the episode. Crikey. we got to go throw some shrimp on the barbecue. Crikey. <laughs> crikey, we're at the end of the podcast. Watch out. There's a massive croc. Look at that. Steve Irwin, is that you? Crawling across the outback. Oh, Oh, no. Stingray. Oh, no. Chicken. Dingo (laughs) ate my baby. Dingo ate my baby. That's actually a really sad sad story. Like, if you go into it, it was like infamous in Australia. Australia criminal history. But like, yeah, there's all those things that people would ask me and be like, do you actually eat shrimp? Ma'am. We call it prawns. There is such thing as shrimp in Australia. Oh, but man. We have the uncultured swine. We don't eat shrimp. Um, shrimp is like the baby. Yeah, with koalas. Look well, at that kid that and note, the That's a great wow. way to end this episode. Corey, I want to thank you so much for A, being my friend, and B, for being a guest on this podcast. we got to have you back sometime to answer more Australia questions. Uh, is there anything you want to leave the people with in the last 45 seconds? Yes, I would say thank you so much, Megan, for being my friend. Thank you, Mel, for being my friend. Thank you for having me on the podcast.